With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike. Sitting with me tonight is Drew. No Joe in the house tonight. He's off in Memphis doing Memphis things. Right? Is that where he was going or was he going to Nashville? I can't remember. I think he's going to Memphis. I thought he was going to Nashville. Yeah, I think he's in Memphis. No, I think it's Memphis. I think he's going to see a Memphis girl. You know what I think? You know what I think we can agree on? We have no damn idea. (laughs) We love you, Joe. (laughs) Miss you. Dearly. This is Craft Fruit Sports, uh, the drunkest sports takes on the internet. I'm already messing things up on the stream, dude. I I don't like sitting in this chair. Like I the it, intro man. was screwy. It's fine, whatever. Uh, but we now that we're in it, we're good. I got a we got a great show coming up for you guys tonight. We're gonna talk this MLB playoff expansion. I'm pitchers and catchers reporting, yes. baby. It's baseball oh season. God, yes. It is baseball Absolutely. season. If you notice the table bumping up here, I was gonna here, say Mike's got a chub. <laughs> Raging. It, is, it is that time of year, folks. It is raging right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this playoff expansion thing that's going on. There's a lawsuit that we got to get into going yep. on with mm-hmm. the Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, and later on at 8:30, we are going to be talking to James Morgan, uh, quarterback from FIU, who just got found out he got invited to the combine. So he's going to come on the show. We're going to talk to him about getting ready for the draft and and all that fun stuff. Imagine. Also, I really can't wait to ask him what it felt like to beat Miami at FIU. Like, that was one of the yes, biggest upsets of yes. college football last year. That was very entertaining to watch, too, though. It's very entertaining. I'd I love to see Miami lose. I, it's always great to love see it. Miami lose. Love it. Because <laughs> weren't, weren't they, like, back recently multiple times they thought they were there? Yeah, well, and you then, know, they've, they've always been back. They keep coming back. Uh, and then our boy smacked them back in their place, right? <laughs> I think he threw for, like, 160 yards that game, two touchdowns, no picks. Like, he just... He picked Keeping it clean. Apart. That's what you got to do. Protect the ball. <laughs> so we will talk to him a little bit later on. And also some XFL talk. Uh, so be sure to share out the show. Help us out. Uh, make sure everybody's seeing this. Uh, top fan, loud beard, saying I'm in the wrong chair. I know, man. I can't deal with this weird shit either. It is super weird. Uh, and Matt Barr is saying that from behind the soundboard, uh, me behind the soundboard is going to be worse than Jameis before lacing. Oh my God. Yes. That was the other thing I want to talk about. That? I completely forgot about that. Cause here's the, well, all right, hold on. I'll hold my tongue for now. <laughs> I got feelings though. Yes. Let's, let's feelings. get into, uh, let's get into all this stuff first before, before we do anything. Uh, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor. Uh, this is first pour brought to you by dugout mugs and listen everybody we got the hookup for you all you got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft and get 10 percent off your entire order drink out of a baseball bat just like we do baseball season's back baby so now's the time to do it put in your order be ready it's be gonna ready be unbearable for folks day. it's gonna be really it's gonna unbearable. Be unbearable it is gonna be, yes it's definitely gonna be unbearable uh, at this point uh so yes hit them up dugoutmugs.online slash craft uh, and drink out of a bat. Open your beer bottles with a baseball. It's mm-hmm. one of the coolest companies that I've ever seen. 
Uh, this week, we are drinking Kid in a Candy Store, which is how I feel with baseball season being back. Oh my god, Every, <laughs> everything, everything's going to come back to this nonsense. Kid in the Candy how Store. How are you going to ruin candy, too? Dang, dude. <laughs> this is a 7.5% ABV brew from Weldworks Brewing Company in Greeley, Colorado. Uh, this is what Tavor had to say about this one. They said it's brewed with peanuts, caramel. I said it. I, I did that on Thank purpose. You. Yeah. Thank you. I don't. I don't have to smack you. Well, for I, that. I admitted on a previous episode that I. I yes, I'm wrong. It is not caramel, and I will train myself to say caramel. You, you were trolling. Just be honest. I wasn't really trolling. Like I literally said it, caramel. Uh, but I, I admit now that I was wrong. I'm a big enough man to say I was wrong. Uh, is it fair to ask? Is that that Youngstown education right there? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, you can blame it on Youngstown. You can blame everything on Youngstown. Uh, <laughs> so this is brewed with peanuts, caramel, milk chocolate, and nougat. They say this tastes like a Snickers bar melted down into a stout. 4.1 caps on untapped. Uh, what do you think of this one, Drew, first sips? I am so nervous. I haven't tried it yet because I started, I poured it out. And I had I had a reaction. It's like, oh my god, that looks so thick. It looks so dark and creamy. I can't wait. But I have high expectations. You say your Snickers melted down into a stout. Like I am there for that. It is super thick. Uh, very thick mouthfeel. Oh this man. One. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm about to dive in, but I just want to say I, I had Snickers before I had solid food. Like that. That was me, right? I went straight <laughs> from you know. Well, we'll just move on. My man, uh, <laughs> this is so good. It is. It definitely tastes like a Snickers bar. Uh, there's like a little bit of a milk stout aftertaste to it, but it 100% tastes like a Snickers bar. Yes. Are you a stout fan? Do you like stouts? I am, but I, see, I can't help but shake that there's, it feels like there's something fruity in there a little bit, maybe? I don't know. That's probably, I, I probably know. just didn't wash the mugs good enough <laughs> last time. It's just... <laughs> Hashtag facts. <laughs> it's just leftover IPA from last week. I mean, week. the empties are still on the beer, or on the bar outside, so I walked in, I was like, oh, it's been a tough week. <laughs> it's, just, it's not tough, just lazy, that's all. Uh, man, they, I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, this is... Stout season, yeah. so it's yeah. it's. I, I felt like this would be a good one to get oh, back yeah. into it. Uh, but man, we don't even have to see how this one's gonna hold up. It is delicious. We, we may be hitting up those Labats after all because this stuff is gonna go. <laughs> it's fast. gonna go down. It's really gonna smooth. go real fast. I was like, we got two 16 ounces. That's plenty to get through mm. this show. Mm. Uh, I do not know if that is going to be yeah. enough to get through the show at this point. Um, all right, Can we well, Uber eats a Snickers. You know what? Maybe. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I mean, can we Kroger rush a Snickers? Uh, shout out to everybody who has shared the show so far. Biscuit uh, sharing us out. Robert Taylor sharing it out multiple times, as always. Uh, Drew shared it out. Do we know Ooh. who that is? Uh, uh, Definitely have no idea who that Big is. Vic. Oh, Money Blakeweather sharing it out. Thank you, Money Blakeweather, for helping us out. Uh, appreciate the shares, guys. Keep those coming. Make sure uh, your friends are, are tuning in to see us get nice and drunk on a kid in a candy store by yes, Weldworks yes, Brewing, sir. brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Again, dugoutmugs.online slash craft. Get 10% off your entire order. Uh, I, I got to say, I do like how Money Blakeweather just told people to watch. He didn't ask. He didn't say, I recommend. He's just because, like, watch That's this. because Money Blakeweather is the man, and he's like, look, yeah. I, I called the shots here, yes. and uh, you are going to watch this show. And people do. People mm-hmm. listen to him because he's an authority, uh, and he's also, you know, he 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 trains in ufc i was gonna say scary guy and he can fight there you go okay (laughs) quit dancing around (laughs) all right let's talk this uh this uh, mlb playoff expansion because i all right 
first of all, for those of you that don't know, have you heard what they're proposing? I, you know, I thought it'd be really cool for the show for me to come in and get my first reaction with you live on air. So mm. I have not looked into this at all. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Okay, so yes, that was planned. Here's the plan uh, that they're revealing. So currently, right now, there's ten teams that make it in the playoffs, five in each division. Uh, there's three division league. Sorry, whatever. It's stupid. Engineer, can't turn it off. <laughs> My apologies. So there's the three division winners and the two wild card teams. Yeah. The wild card teams play in a one game playoff, and then it goes to the the top four teams. The new proposal is 14 teams. Oh, seven out. Seven in each league. Right. That's where I was like, dude, 14 teams. There's only like 32. You mean to tell me more? Like almost half of the the entire population. See, Makes the playoffs? Yeah. And and, playoffs? and, and, and I mean, yeah. and the, the NHL and the NBA already get flack for that. I think the right. NBA playoffs, frankly, the first two rounds could go away and no one really care. Um, I think in the NHL, yes, half the league almost does make it. But at the same time, man, those playoffs are a grind. Right. And the teams that start those playoffs are completely different than the ones that finish it, too. Totally that, Those playoffs yeah. evolve over their, their period enough that I think it's interesting because the teams change as they're going through postseason. NBA, you know what you got, right? The, the the stars, the teams, it either works or it doesn't. They blow through the first round because there's a bunch of garbage teams in there to begin with. So that one, I would say, adjust it. Baseball needs to not make that same mistake. I don't think they – depending. and again, I guess, tell me about what the first All round right, would so be. All right, so here's how the breakdown is. So the, the top seed in each league gets a bye into the divisional round. Okay. The remaining teams now have a March Madness selection-style show to figure out who's playing who in a three-game wildcard series, all played at the higher seed stadium. So there's no travel involved. It's just three games at the, the higher seed stadium. So here's how they're doing it. The next highest seed, the number two seed, right. gets to go on TV during a TV show and pick who they want to play out of the three wild card teams. They get to just say, yeah, this is who we want. We, we want these guys. Then the next division winner gets to do the same thing. And then the remaining two wild cards that haven't been selected play each other. Uh, and that's the part where I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. Bef- before we dig into the strategy of it, because I do have some thoughts there. Like, you know, this, <laughs> this is literally just... The OWGs being OWGs, <laughs> and like anyone who's been in a fantasy football league year to year, you get bored with how you're doing the drafts and stuff, so you just get creative, right? <laughs> That's how you end up saying, all right, we'll do draft order by whichever kids crosses the line first in this sack race kind of business. <laughs> so these dudes are just like, yeah, you know what? The playoffs are super boring because we kind of know what's going to happen after sitting and watching this boring game for four months. Let's shake it up in November because, you know, we got to do something to keep our heartbeat going and keep us alive so we can keep making money off the backs of... Very, uh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> baseball. They just, it's just old but white guys printing money. It's, but it's OWGs that don't like to change. This is the game that's like, no, we're going to have one league that has a designated hitter and the other league won't. And we are never going to change that. And you can fight, we'll fight this to the death. This is the this is the sport that is like all about history and tradition, and they they rely on that. So for them to even propose this is bananas. I, I mean, if I actually trusted they would do something different, Ever? Yeah, okay, maybe to give you credit, but this is just stupid. This is a PR stunt. Oh, this is terrible. Here's is terrible. the. Uh, so I'm glad you you haven't looked into this at all because there's also a little bit of conspiracy theory that's going on with this one. Uh, so the the conspiracy theory tinfoil hats that have come out for this, they are saying that. MLB never wants to implement this. There is never a plan to do this. They aren't going to to change. Uh, so instead, they roll this out to get people to stop talking about the Astros. 
because with pitchers and catchers reporting, you can't have everybody in the media and, and every baseball fan wondering what's going to happen with the Astros. What's How come none of the Astros? They haven't even apologized yet. What's going on with this? What, what about the Astros? Are they going to cheat this year? They're supposed to be one of the best teams in the AL. Or is it going to be the Astros? Is, are they going to be tainted again? What kind of measures are you going to take into effect to make sure they're not doing it this year? And instead, people are going, 14 teams in the playoffs? What the shit are you talking about? That's a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy. Okay, because I wrote down a prediction. That's why I want to do it while you're going, so there wasn't you know any any thoughts of it being tainted. And so what I what I thought you were going to end with is uh, can can you just read that off for, for me and then the listeners? Mike's theory will end with Pete Rose getting into the hall. That's of that's it. where I thought you were going with it. Surprisingly, <laughs> you ended up with something much more coherent. Uh, you know, it's not terrible. I, I there's probably a fair amount to that. Where I wouldn't be shocked if they have talked about it in the past six months or whatever, and like they're finally like, oh yeah, so now's when we should mention this. Um, I don't know, man. It it still feels so kitschy. It feels so gimmicky. Like it's definitely kitschy and gimmicky. Yeah, like I because because like I I mean, God. Well, the other thing I was going to ask too is if if they go this route with it and and the number two C gets the first pick, could they in theory because it's baseball and matchups and stuff? What if they want to pick the number third seed? Well, they're not. Well, I. Yeah, I mean, what I, I mean is that because right. you put you put that kind of stuff on the table, and I'm starting to get closer to it being something somewhat worth discussing. Tyson and Mookie, it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this oh, strategy. Oh, like Kyle, if no, you <laughs> no, Kyle Pete Rose should not be in the Hall of Fame. He, he uh, clearly Bob didn't Beer. listen last week. Yeah, go back and listen to Cincinnati style from last week, which there won't be a Cincinnati style this week without Joe. I can't handle the graphics and the changes in this show. I can't imagine trying to do the in like the real in depth graphics that we do for Cincinnati style. There's no way. I mean, we could just hit hard facts the whole time, and, and you know, people would tune in for that quality content. No, nobody cares. About that. <laughs> I know, right? He's like, good joke. That's a good joke. That's a joke. <laughs> uh, so here's here's the thing about this strategy. If you're calling out a team, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. better win that series. Mm-hmm. That's like, true too. <laughs> like yeah. you can't, yeah. you can't call out a team and be like, "This is the team we want to play." That's immediate bulletin board material. And you, if you, okay, here's the other. Oh, thing. Oh, real quick, one three game, five game series, three game series, three game series, all at the higher seeds. Oh. Home. So there's no travel. It's just it, you get a three game home series if you're a division winner. So Unless there's, you're the there's still value the there, break. then. And then the, the, the two remaining wild cards just play each other in whomever's park? Or is it just like they flip a coin? Or is it no, it would be the, highest, the, highest, the higher the, wild card, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. The whole we get to pick who we play is stupid. I like it. I, <laughs> that's the I only mean, you're thing not, that I like about you're not this. Gonna be, look, and I hate to say this when we're talking about baseball, and, and Mike's on the other side of the fence, but I'm a traditionalist in this manner. You should go by who earned to be what, whatever you know. What seed? Who earned to be? Wait, hang on. That's, let's break that's that one down. Right this now. is that's, that's this content. is the yeah. This is the who hot take. Who earned whatever? Who earned what to be whatever? That was Drew's analysis on <laughs> Mookie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry, man. I ain't trying to get Googled. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we already mentioned you're an Emmy Award winner. I think people. Oh, it's true. It yeah, out. yeah, there's not that many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Humble uh, brag. So you okay? So you you don't like this idea of calling out another team because that's honestly the only thing in this whole thing I like. I don't like the whole selection Sunday type show. That's clearly a cash grab just to get some some additional viewers. Uh, but I well I see. Like okay, this I idea. guess maybe what I'm more driving at now. It's I haven't had to take some time to process this. I'm finally getting there. 
in terms of like the competition committee, I don't know if baseball has one of those, but there's no way they would ever go for this because there's a lot that goes into baseball nowadays when they talk about setting up lineups, trying to plan out your rotation and stuff like that. And so the way that teams go into the postseason, trying to line up certain guys to go against teams that they may be locked in against to then just throw that out the window. I don't know how you're going to get managers and uh, player uh, union reps to sign off on that. Well, yeah, that's going to be a problem. That'll be an issue. <laughs> but as far as what you're trying to say, but hey, look at baseball trying to be progressive and like try things out and at least maybe even consider change. I mean, cool. But like, have we heard about what's up with the baseballs from last year yet? No, right, because we don't want to talk about that either. See, that's how this all started, right? The Astros were to cover up the baseballs, and now the Astros have turned into a thing. So no one's talking about the baseball, so baseball really doesn't care about this at all. Wow. Yeah. This is just... Breaking news. All, like, layers on layers on layers of cover-ups that's going on here in MLB. I'm blown away by this. Uh, Also, as far as how do you stop the Astros from cheating again this year, give them plastic trash cans, dummy. (laughs) Not that hard, right? <laughs> Frisk them for buzzers? Is that, is that the other thing to do? Frisk them for buzzers before they get up to the plate. I mean, I have other ideas you got on that, down. but we've got so many people in the world that think they're going to hold a broom upright because of gravitational fields being aligned. It ain't even <laughs> worth bringing up with this damn crowd. How mad were you? As oh, a, I'm still as furious. I was so, so mad. mad. I was pissed. <laughs> My wife said something about that stupid broom thing. And I was like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. And then she told me about it. I Googled it. And the next 15 minutes, I'm just screaming in my second bedroom about how stupid the world is. (laughs) Gravitational fields. Whatever. Moving on. See, this is why we need Joe. (laughs) This is why Joe would have wrapped this all up a long time ago. He would have cut us off long ago. Let's talk about this Mike Bolsinger thing. So this is a a journeyman relief pitcher who played for Toronto. uh, And back in 2017, he got lit up by the Astros. Uh, It was like 29 pitches in an inning. He gave up four hits, three walks, four runs. Uh, He was demoted after that outing and never saw the majors again. So now he is suing the Astros, uh, and he's citing unfair business practices, negligence, and intentional interference with contractual and economic relations. I was wondering when something was going to come up, like whether it was a team that – that sued for some reason or filed a grievance, uh, you know, against the players, whatever. But yeah. now that like there's actually a lawsuit in place, I, and I would say it's a fairly legitimate one. I'm not going to comment on the legal one because I don't know how you get the team for this, but I I believe the guy. Like one of my favorite movies of all time, Bull Durham, right? And remember when Crash Davis is talking to what's his name, uh, Ace, the, the the pitcher guy, and he's going, you know, the difference between the bigs and AAA is one seeing eye ground ball a month. Yeah, you know what I mean. This that like the margins are so slim, and especially with the way that dude got lit up and then he got sent down on top of everything. Like, there's clearly no denying he was on the fence to go into it, and then he gets smoked in that game. There's there, there's a correlation there for sure, and so I feel for the guy. Yeah, it's, it's and I be think tough, he's got man. some grounds for sure because again, the, they cheated. There's no denying right. that. There's never been any sort of like, well, maybe no, like it's flat out they cheated. <laughs> and as far as the Yankees and stuff complaining about getting beat in the playoffs, like that, I have less of a whatever with less of a a support of because yeah, show, okay, maybe they didn't tip off every pitch, but like, at least there was something there. This was a very isolated situation where they did this, they cheated, they they rocked this guy, and then his career ended essentially. Yeah. The playoffs are so much else in play in, in a multiple-game series. You know, I that I have a little bit harder time with, personally. Well, then I start to wonder, like, how many other guys 
suffered the same fate, you know, like that's what you don't think about when it comes to a a story like this is you don't think about the, the residual impact of guys who uh, these journeyman relievers who are just bouncing around, just trying to Mm -hmm. make a living and they get picked up and that's the, that's the outing that ends it for them. You know what though? I just changed my mind. I'm supportive (laughs) of the Astros and here's why. (laughs) If, if the Astros, if the Astros don't cheat like they did, and win those games and perform as they did on offense, then maybe my boy JV, Justin Verlander, doesn't get the output he needs to still be a top-producing pitcher, and then we are all deprived of Kate Upton in the spotlight. Nobody wins there. Wait, hang on a second. You're telling me, your your stance here is that the only reason why Kate Upton is in the spotlight is because Justin Verlander can pitch? Is that what you're no, trying no, to no, is no, that no. is that this this load of malarkey you're trying to sell me right now? Not necessarily, but we wouldn't see her on Sports Center. You know what I'm saying? She's getting exposure in other channels that are much more easy for me to obtain, we'll say, without having certain eyebrows raised. You know, if I'm watching Sports Center and she pops up there on like six thirty PM, I'm like, I don't know, babe, I'm just watching to see what the scores were from this morning. <laughs> I want to talk about this tweet that that came through. From minor league baseball, the the real baseball, the yes. my favorite form yes. of baseball, minor league baseball. So they tweeted this out this week, and they're asking for what is the perfect trio. Uh, so when it comes to baseball games, what is it that you are looking for? So let's start with best overall concession item. Hot dog, brat, popcorn, pretzel, nachos, or ice cream. I'm kind of disappointed. Let me just start off yeah. right now. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed that the ice cream is not the ice cream in the helmet. They just have an ice cream cone. And if I'm at the baseball game and I'm getting ice cream, it better come in a mini helmet. That's the only way I'm eating ice cream in a baseball game. It's out of a mini helmet so that I can feel like I'm a little leaguer again. And we just won and the team went to, to Dairy Queen. But it's also kind of shitty that there's no beer listed on here. Like, beer's the the answer, right? Well, I was going to say that's, that's probably why it's not on there because it's just kind of like a given, right? Uh, I thought you were going to go It's with... also food items, too. They didn't include drinks. This is all food items. So I'll give them a, a little bit of a pass there. Ice cream can turn into a drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt Bark chimed in. A beer is not listed. This list is invalid. Also, Cheryl pointing out, Kate Upton has been in uh, Sports Illustrated. Who cares about Sports Center? So there you go. She has been sports-related. Breaking news. Cheryl still subscribes to magazines. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I actually picked up a uh, Sports Illustrated. I, I had a subscription last year. I just didn't renew it. Oh, okay, that's fair. But yeah, that's totally fair, Cheryl. You're right. I also wrote it off. But but at on the same taxes. time, like, why do we need to limit the channels that Kate Upton is on? Kind of like Mike <laughs> last week with, well, would it be Shakira or J Lo? Why do I have to pick? <laughs> All right. So what what are we going with? Best food item. I'm not saying overall concession item because overall concession sure. item is beer, but best food item at the ballpark. Uh, I mean, personally, I, I would go with Polish sausage. You would. Or I would, absolutely. You would. Or elephant ear. <laughs> but that's kind of more of a carnival thing. But I, I don't think I've ever seen elephant ears at a ball. I'm game. just throwing out there. I've knocked over <laughs> small children to get to the elephant ear stand before. <laughs> no, it's got to be hot dogs. Hot dogs is the answer, right? No, I mean, like, if I'm going to stand Peanuts. in line at a concession stand... I want more than a thin little floppy little hot dog. I want that thick, juicy Polish sausage. And there's our uh, join for next week. That's how the show will be kicking off. And uh, Tyson, go ahead and have a feast on that line that Drew just put out there. (laughs) Best souvenir. Is it the hat, the ball, a bat, T-shirt, a pick with the player, an autograph? Here's my thing. 
I can't do autographs anymore. Like I'm, I can't physically do that because these guys are younger than me. Like it feels weird to ask somebody who's younger than me for their autograph. And and I mean, and the thing that always kills me, I, again, Mike, we, we both work downtown and I know you see those dudes standing outside those hotels when teams are on town. The ones that kill me too, is when they're standing outside the hotel for like the college basketball players, like signatures and the coaches. And it's, and it's like, it's not even like at least Nova. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, who, let's see, who do I really want to throw shade at? Mm, it's like Dayton. <laughs> but uh, so he, my question was be the baseball. And, and have you ever actually caught a foul ball no, at a baseball game? Never. I've never in my life, major league, minor league, I've never caught a foul ball. Yeah, that's I've, and I feel like that's got to be the answer in here just yeah. because of how difficult yeah. it is. To absolutely. Get. So if that's what number two is supposed to be, then for sure that. If it's buying a ball from the gift shop, absolutely not That's not that. cool. No, yeah, that's, that's not stupid. cool at all. Uh, yeah. I also, would you would you take a picture with the player like along the side, uh, along the you know the field? Man, I don't know. It depends. I I, I, I kind of feel like you with, with autographs, players. but it depends on who it is. Because like I've I've run into to professional athletes once in, or twice in my life, but I haven't taken a picture with all of them. But then there's been others that I I was like, oh my god, I'm so stoked to to do this, and I, so it depends on the guy, I guess. If I saw Justin Abdicator, absolutely. You know, if I saw Dylan Larkin, eh, pound sand, son. All right, so you're you're on the Polish sausage baseball train so far. Yeah. On the hot dog yeah. baseball, at least we agree there. Uh, then best seat in the house. I I'll be honest, I've never sat at a big league game behind home plate. Uh, but here's what I don't like about that: I would be the guy on TV <laughs> that when the yeah. ball flies a little <laughs> too high, I'd be the one dodging it, like scared that it's going to hit me, even though there's a giant net protecting me from just that instance. And I can't be that guy on TV that like freaks out every time the ball flies, like a a, fu- a foul ball flies backwards. Oh, I know what you I'm mean, ducking. but my I'm question ducking. is, why are you worried about? Because no one's watching these games. <laughs> like no one's going to see you. Matt Barr makes a good point. Now, if you're over the age of 18, you have to give that foul ball to a kid, right? No. So you're on the hashtag team fuck them kids? I mean, it depends. Yeah, like if there's a kid going for it and he doesn't get it, like that sucks. Like life is tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> But at the same time. That's like, when you get booed though. Like they, you got to make sure there's no kids me all around. Day. I don't know who any of you people are. I do not care. Okay? <laughs> like. Yeah, I like I have a a very thin line with tolerance sometimes when it comes to stupid stuff like that. Like cliche like, well, you got to do this. Why? Like if that ball was hit and there's a kid five rows away from him, I'm chucking the ball over there to him. If kid was running all the way from there to try to catch the ball, okay, I'll probably give it to him then. But yeah, okay, so you're you not just completely heartless. Yeah, you're not like gonna search out a kid. But if there's yeah. a, if you grab the ball and you're cheering and everyone's like, ah, oh, you got it, and you look around and there's like a kid two rows behind you. You toss that kid that ball. Or you do what that one kid did. You ever see that video of the one kid that was Wait, like... Wait, will his dad buy me beer in return? Probably. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> Those beers are expensive, Those $11 man. younglings, yeah, like, man. If, if it's like the second inning and dude's going to buy me beers the rest of the night, <laughs> oh, that is a great investment. Here, kid, taste this trash that's tampered with anyways. You What you got to do, there's a kid that got he went viral because he got a foul ball or off of the, uh, like the ball girl on the side. She like tossed him a ball. So he took the ball. Was she hot? I don't know. But he took the ball and then had another ball that he had brought with him and turned and handed it to a chick behind him. So she thought he gave 
She was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. But really, he got the good ball. He gave her this little league ball he brought I was going to say, him. how old was this kid? Uh, he was like probably 10 or 12. I am so proud of him. There. He is going to do genius. so well in life. It was genius. He's going to do so well in life and still be in jail by 35 because <laughs> he's going to get caught running a Ponzi scheme. But until then, it is going to be a brilliant ride, son. <laughs> I thought it was a fantastic idea, and that like I'm like, man, yeah. I should start bringing a ball to the stadium so that I can keep the foul ball and toss it. But anyways, where are we sitting? Where are you going to sit in this? One? Uh, I would I would go either behind home base if they're free tickets, like if it's somewhere I'm like lucking into them. Sure. But if I'm paying for it, I'm going outfield because again, even with a good baseball team, you can finally like you can find your way to a decent seat later on. And again, it's baseball. Like, who cares about seeing it? Outfield is the way to oh, go. Oh, wow, look, this dude's scratching his crotch waiting for something to happen for 15 minutes. Super entertaining. <laughs> Outfield is definitely the way to go. So we're going hot dog. Uh, you're going Polish sausage. We mm-hmm. both agree on baseball as the, yes, the giveaway. And then outfield is the best seat. All right, good. Uh, let's... Know, if it's a giveaway, it's got to be bobblehead. Oh, good point. Bobblehead is definitely there. the way yeah. to go on a giveaway. We want to give a shout-out to our sponsor uh, right before we get into our interview here with FIU quarterback James Morgan. So before we do that, shout-out to our sponsor, More Labs. Look, everybody, we got the hookup for you. You can get 20% off your order just by going to morelabs.com and using the code SPORTS. When you're drinking heavy like we do around here, you need to wake up and function the next day. And Morning Recovery lets you do that. One bottle while you're partying, uh, up to an hour after you stop drinking, and you are going to wake up the next morning feeling great, guaranteed, or your money back. Morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. I will say they saved me Friday night. I yeah. don't remember how I got in bed, but I did remember to take my More Labs, and I woke up the next day. I was like, all right, well, I need some bacon and eggs, but what are we doing today, babe? <laughs> Every time, every time it just comes in clutch. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's get into our interview for this week. And this week on the show, joining us, uh, the former now quarterback from FIU. He also spent some time at Bowling Green. He has been invited to the NFL Combine. Future NFL quarterback James Morgan. James, how's it going, man? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Great, man. Thanks for uh, taking some time to talk with us, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, so let me ask you this right off the jump, man. Uh, what was it like when you, you started off at BG and then switched to move down to FIU leaving Ohio to go to Florida is like a dream. Congratulations, man. <laughs> how did it feel? That. How did it feel to get out of Ohio? <laughs> yeah, I've, so I've suddenly been making my climb south throughout my entire career. So I started in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and obviously oh. that's known for how cold it is. And then going to Ohio, which... I, I mean, I swear the weather is bipolar in Ohio. It'll be like 60, and then the <laughs> afternoon it'll be like 20. It's insane. Uh, and then going to Miami. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a selling point for me now. I got to tell the scouts I can play in it all. You know, I got the winter. I got the heat. I'm used to it all, man, but I'm happy to be <laughs> happy to spend the last two years in Miami. That's for sure. Now, is, is FIU a big party school? Because I got to um, be honest, the first image that popped yeah, up when I Googled it was a girl in a hammock out front of, oh, like, on. the main <laughs> campus building. uh so fiu is kind of unique so it's got kind of like its own little campus deal that's pretty enclosed and then miami is like downtown miami is probably like 15 20 minutes away so um i kind of like pick and choose you know what i mean like if you if you want to go out it's right there if you want to kind of stay in you got that too so it's nice in that way i guess that's good uh so you when you make that transfer from bg to to fiu um what were you like? What was the reasoning behind that? What made you decide? You know what? I'm going to go play for Butch Jones. Sure. Uh, so Butch Davis. So Butch he, Davis. Uh, God, oh, God bless God, it, man. Right. Damn, <laughs> damn, right. butches. 
honestly, he was one of the biggest factors. And then, you know, just kind of him and the coaches and the experience that they had and um, having him obviously been in the NFL, in college, had success at both levels. Um, our offensive coordinator, Rich Skrosky, has been with the offense for 30 years, newest stuff. And then really just the family atmosphere, you know, just going down there and kind of seeing the culture that they had developed. And they really welcomed me in there and um, really thought it was a good decision and really enjoyed my time there. Your time at Bowling Green, you played under Mike Jenks, uh, and the story goes that he got that job because the AD at Bowling Green Googled best oh, yeah. offense in college, and then uh, Jenks' name came up, so he, he gave him the job. Uh, what Take me into what that locker room is like with a dude that doesn't really have that type of head coaching experience and gets a job based on a, a random Google search like that. I mean, you know, uh, Coach Jinx, he had some, some great qualities about him. Obviously, it didn't work out at BG. I have, like, no animosity towards him or his staff or anything. There's some great guys. and You know, unfortunately, it doesn't work out. But I think that that's, you know, part of the process. And, you know, he certainly led on his feet at uh, USC as, I believe, the running backs coach. And, you know, a number of those coaches are doing successful, there, successful in their own careers. So, um, you know, it's a deal where it's kind of like um, sometimes it fits, sometimes it's not. And I can't really speak on that for uh, but from my perspective, it just wasn't a fit, and I wanted to, you know, grow and develop as a player. Felt like I should uh, go somewhere else. All right. Well, hey, so now that now that he's clearly proven he can handle the questions like a pro, let's let's <laughs> throw you a softball here. Yeah. How great did it feel to beat Miami last season? You know, it was an awesome win, um, and uh, I think probably the coolest thing about it was just what it meant to like the university and to a lot of guys in our team who had grew up as Miami fans and then didn't get recruited there, um, especially you know talking about what it means means to people to coach Davis, you know, obviously having been there before and being able to come back with a smaller school and beat them. But uh, it was awesome, man. You know, the FIU fans came on full force, um, got a lot of love on social media. When we had came back to the university, there was, you know, just a, a mob of students waiting for us at the facility to get off our bus, just like banging pots and pans. Uh, got some Captain <laughs> nice. Morgan chants, which is pretty cool. And, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> so, so no, it was a, it was a great uh, it was a great win, and just meant a lot to the university. And that's what made it so cool. So, so to borrow a, a page from Joe Burrow's playbook, now that you're a professional, what was the coolest thing you got after you guys beat Miami? <laughs> coolest thing I got? Yeah, you can um, you can be honest now, right? Like you're free and clear, brother. Well. I mean, I wish I could tell you that I uh, got some stuff, but I, I really, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's a little bit different at Power 5 programs than F, at FIU. I got a lot of uh, student recognition, which is probably the coolest part, but uh, not not really anything I could pocket. I'll tell you that. Dude, much. you didn't even get like a cheeseburger, though? Like no one got you a free pizza? No, sir. Oh, dang. All right. Well, James, holding on to that line. I, I respect yeah, it, man. That. I respect that. All right. Well, we do know that they do uh, give out some. There is, you know, some gifts that are allowed, and that comes in bowl games. Uh, and you did have the privilege of being a part of a couple bowl games in your career. What was the best piece of swag that you got from a bowl sponsor? Okay, um, well, it, it was kind of tough because I think probably the coolest gift this year, uh, and it was probably in the coolest gift last year too, was this big Lazy Boy recliner. Oh, like, just looked yes. phenomenal. It was like. All the points, you know, you get a certain point system, and this was, like, the most points you could get. So I was all excited to get this thing, but then I realized that, like, I don't even know where I'm going for training, right? So <laughs> I literally, I got, like, a, like a fossil watch, which is kind of like, you know, it's a nice watch, but it's kind of like a, you know, traditional go-to all bowl games or some form of it and, like, a sound bar. So <laughs> mm -hmm. that's probably about it. 
I've, I picture like uh, this being like a Price is Right type situation where you get the laser <laughs> boy and they're like, all right, man, well, you got to take this home right now. It's like, well, I, I can't. Uh, well, sorry, right. then you're leaving it here. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> well, man, congrats on the invite to the Combine. That's fantastic news. Thank you. Uh, that's, yeah. As soon as I saw that on Twitter, I was like, dude, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some rankings where – He you know, fangirled all over. It I was, did. It was I did fangirl when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, man, Redhead's doing big things, man. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> but uh, so once you get that invite, uh, tell me what goes through your head. Like, are you like, all right, this is my chance to finally prove it? Or was that sort of validation that a guy from a smaller school can make it at that, you know, that bigger stage? Yeah, I think I definitely look at it as an opportunity to just, uh, you know, just compete with some guys and kind of, like you said, prove it, like prove that, you know, a small school guy can, you know, hang with everybody has an NFL skill set, like, um, I can go out there and rip it, you know, just as good as any quarterback in this class. And I'm really excited to do that. And so that's why I've been trying to just put in as much work as possible to, you know, just show scouts that, uh, and coaches and GMs who are there that, um, you know, I can, I can play. And I really believe that. I really fullheartedly believe that. And I can't wait to go show it. So, so you mentioned preparing for it. It's like, what kind of stuff are you doing now? Cause just kind of give us a sense of, you know, you go through the season, you're practicing, you're installing game plans and all that to play a football game. But now you're going right. into the draft. I feel like, is that a tough shift to go from prepping for actual live football to, to what the combine will, will uh, to put you through? You know, it's, it's interesting because it's, um, you know, you're doing these drills and you're probably going to do them, what, like one to two times and that's it for mm-hmm. the, like the rest of your life. Like it's not like anything else that you're going to be doing. Like how many times are you going to 40? Um, so it's, it's an interesting kind of shift. I think probably the coolest thing that I like about it is it's very like, um, for me, it's, there's nothing else besides football and that's, that's what I love. And, and even if it's not necessarily football, even if it's like going on, so I'm training at ASPI in Tampa, which is a, you know, has been a great, um, couple of weeks so far. And I think they're really doing a great job in preparing me. Um, uh, but even if it's like 40 stuff, hip stuff, uh, five, 10, five alignment, that type of stuff, it's like kind of exclusively my focus right now. And you can really mm-hmm. tell like, um, for me, it's, it's really cool to kind of realize it's a profession now, right? It's like a job yeah. and, um, I absolutely love doing it. That's what make it, makes it so fun and um, it's fun. But, yeah, so I, I definitely uh, – I'm excited about the combine. I want to put some good draws out there. But, yeah, I really want to get back to that football, man. That's that's what I'm really – that's what my passion <laughs> is. And, uh, He's got the itch. Yep. I was going to say, I can, I can hear it too, though. Like, it's weird. But, man, I lo- I miss practice. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I – you know, playing my rec leagues and whatnot, but but practice, man. <laughs> practice was always fun because you could get better at your craft. So I could see how that definitely awesome. Yeah, just sit right. down every day, focus on that, and twenty four seven eat, breathe, live football. That's cool. Yes, sir. Yep. James, you're you're. Uh, so we're getting into the draft season. Uh, all the mock drafts are coming out, and you know we're we're starting to get into where the analysts are figuring out who they think is going to go where. What's the team that you are just crossing your fingers? That's the one. I hope. I, I go to is it the hometown green bay team or uh or where are you looking at sure uh so to be honest literally whatever team gives me an opportunity yeah i, I knew it out, and I, I know that's a very like cliche answer and i mean if i get drafted by green bay and get on that team that would be a dream come true for me but if i get you know picked up by the chicago bears and we got to play green bay every year then i'm gonna do my absolute best to beat them every year and uh that's kind of how i'm looking at it man all i need is a chance and to just go prove and show my stuff What's the uh, what's the team that if they draft you, you're like trade me, just get me out of here, <laughs> man. Not the Lions. Man. Be honest. Just, just get me on there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can say the Bengals, man. It's fine. We're oh, here in God, Cincinnati. Yeah. You can say the Bengals. <laughs> hey, but it, you know, even I, but if he gets drafted by the Bengals, he will have a cheering section. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> like we will show up go, in force because yep, those yep, things yep, are going to be five dollars with this squad. Let me tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> great, great. There we go. James, as as we kind of look at like, you know, I was I was watching some of your game film and then you see, you know, some of these guys that are in the league now that are kind of revamping how the the quarterback position is is being viewed you know we would see these guys that came up that are very run first and and it was like a almost like a novelty thing and now that's becoming more of the norm so when you see guys like patty mahomes lamar russell dak like do you feel like that quarterback position at the nfl level has changed dramatically from you know when you started watching football and and how are you planning to adjust to that i think it's really cool how like each guy is kind of bringing their own, you know, style. And there's so many different like um, types of ways to play the position, right? You got the Tom Brady, uh, traditional, you know, not really a runner like stands. And he's really like doing a lot of great things, obviously, you know, you got the Pat Mahomes who can make every single arm slot throw available, kind of like the same type of thing with Aaron Rodgers. You know, you obviously got Lamar Jackson who's doing his thing athletically. So um, I, I think it's really cool. that Each guy has his own individual identity. And I think for me, just, um, kind of knowing my strengths, um, you know, obviously I'm more of a pocket passer than a, a runner for sure. And I think I'm capable of making, you know, plays with my feet when I need to. But my forte is going to be getting back there and just ripping it and picking apart a defense. And, um, but I think, you know, with all that being said, I think that, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Right. And it's that's probably the coolest thing about the NFL is, you know, you got the time to install for different guys. and You got coaches who are willing to do that and um, just super excited to be part of that type of an offense for real. Man, that's awesome. I was saying in here, you man, you're stoked. Like, yeah, this, this is, is cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm gonna watch the draft this year. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> uh, so let's yes, sir. Yes, sir. let's get a message out to the fans of whatever team does draft you. We'll we'll insert the the team name later. Uh, but okay. take a chance here. Somebody just drafted you. What's the one thing you're yeah. telling the fans of that team? Man, if if they draft me, they're gonna get the hardest working guy who just absolutely loves football. I'm a leader. I'm a competitor, and I'm going to do everything it takes um, in whatever capacity to help your team win games. And that's really my ultimate goal. I want to be in a team. That's my goal uh, at the end of this process. And I'm going to do everything possible for GMs, for fans, for everybody uh, to win some games, man, to really you know, leave my impact on an organization and uh, help them win. We've got some comments coming in on the Facebook live feed, and they said you are ready for uh, for the combine, man. You got the business answers, <laughs> A plus plus, like you got it down, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate Do you, that. Did you have any type of training, like uh, like does FIU offer anything like that for quarterbacks to be like, listen, you got to go through this. You're going to be talking to the media. Right. Like here's some talking classes. To to, yeah, right. <laughs> right. The same well, I'll dumb say ass at, at Bowling Green, I took a lot of communication classes, and then at FIU. I took a lot of local government classes and especially with local government, you're going to have a lot of angry people and you got to be able to find a way to communicate things in different ways. So I guess I'll, uh, attribute my success or my uh, my prowess, as if you will, to that. I guess. So then, once the uh, once the career is done in the NFL, you've had a long successful career. Uh, you going to be running for Congress? Is that what? Is no, that what no. So down the road, uh, hopefully, uh, is law school. That's kind of my plan, and oh. just kind of uh, didn't want to do that. So I graduated from Bowling Green with a pre law degree. I uh, didn't want to do law school while I was still playing football. I thought that would be an incredible burden. So That'd be a little tough. Yeah, man. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, right. Public administration grad program and. I'm about a, I'm a class away from um, graduating that, but I'm taking that next spring to focus on football right now. But um, it was a great experience for the last two years. Definitely, it was pretty cool to you know see kind of the local um, areas of Miami, especially how diverse and how much uh, different people there are down there. It was really cool. Are you gonna go like trial law? Or are you uh, are you thinking like agent uh, style? Maybe maybe work that <laughs> angle. 
I'm not sure, man. I got a lot of possibilities, and uh, I guess I, I know what I want to do, but I don't know exactly what I want to do. Well, so I think uh, Pat and Attorney Man, that's where the Bucks yeah. are at. <laughs> <laughs> you work nine to five, you I bill mean, all them hours. Let's face it, Patents. it's football player first. Like that's that's the yeah, goal sure. at this point. So uh, no, law no, school no. can law school will be there. Uh, several yeah, that's, years that's down, the road, down the road, man. Down the road, yeah. All right, James, we've got a, a little bit of quick hitter questions that we do. Think of these like those okay. weird combine questions that they're going to throw at you. Which are you? Have you, <laughs> right. have you like done any research on those? Like prepped yourself for? Because like, I think last yeah. year somebody said something about like their it's some player's mom and like how do you prepare for that? <laughs> yeah, I think there's definitely going to be a couple oddball ones in there just to kind of gauge how you think. I mean. Uh, one of them that was presented to me was like, uh, you got a paperclip. How many different uses can you do for a paperclip or something like that? And, you know, I'm just in my room trying to brainstorm like, uh, okay, chain, like catapult, placeholder. So, um, yeah, I, I've had a couple of them, but I'm sure there are going to be some strange ones uh, come uh, Indianapolis. So, so they didn't encourage you to go, well, but what kind of paperclip? Or like <laughs> talking like, you know, those metal ones yeah, with the plastic coat. Yeah. Like, I mean, really, you can turn it on its head. Flip the script. That's right. What, script, what would yep, you do go. with the paperclip? All right, man. Well, we won't go that crazy. We're not going to ask you about paperclips, but we are going to ask you some very serious debates that go on in our mm. Facebook group. Uh, and we'd like to okay. have our guests weigh in and, and give some deciding votes. So let's start this one off. This is more important than the combine. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> and I'll be sending this to uh, Mike Brown in Cincinnati, so just know. There you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, plain cake donuts, yay or nay? Plain cake donuts? Um, so like what we're talking, just like straight up, no glaze, nothing. No glaze, just, nothing. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I got to have a little bit of Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. seem like a plain yeah. cake kind of guy, man. No, 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 no. Nothing plain about me. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan or LeBron? That's a real tough question. Now, everybody, uh, I was Jordan for the longest time, but then when I was in, uh, you know, Ohio for yeah. Bowling Green, uh, I got to I gotta kind of go to LeBron, man. Just the playoff stuff that he has done, it, oh, it's just like – it's incredible like especially whenever they lost the warriors and he literally just carried the whole team that whole playoffs man dude's a dude's a stud for real. he's a beast that's maturity right yeah. there yeah. you're in gms that's maturity <laughs> in the way he chose that that answer uh, <laughs> let's talk baseball for a second bat flips yay or nay yeah man all about the bat flips Those hell awesome. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right man if you're it's wearing <laughs> If you're wearing a a dressy shirt, do you button that shirt from the top down or from the bottom up? Oh, jeez. These are tough. uh, I I, I think from the bottom up and leave a little bit, uh, you know, up top. Little little chest hair poking out. Yep, I dig it. (laughs) Guy's a pro. Guy's a pro. Uh, When you're putting on your pants, do you zip the pants and then button or button and then zip? Uh, zip that button, but I've never thought about that before. Wow. <laughs> that's weird, man. That's weird. I'm not going to lie. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> Backwards. Uh, not good, not good. Uh, are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm not a fan of IPAs. Just got to say, I, I haven't had a lot of them, you know, now. I, I've been off of alcohol, <laughs> off of alcohol. I haven't been drinking a lot <laughs> back in the day, you know. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Coors Lake. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh. Respect. Pretty, Respect. Uh, that, that way. Yep. Little silver bullet. That's me. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, is Die Hard. Notice how he sidestepped that question without giving an yep, answer. Yep. Didn't give it, but the answer well is done. yes. Well the done. answer is yes. <laughs> uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Um, yeah. You know, oh. It's just an awesome movie, man. It's just a freaking. You can watch it any time of the year, but <laughs> love it. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? 
Okay, this is a this is something like definition wise, like I'm saying no, man. Just hot dog's a hot dog, but I guess like technically it's a sandwich. I, I there it is. I'm, I'm going. I'm going like no sandwich. He's, he's put a thought into this though. Yeah. I respect that too. Yeah, he lawyered us a little bit too. He's like a hot dog's a hot dog. Hot dog is a hot dog. If you're getting chicken wings, drums or flats? Drums. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, pineapple on a pizza, yay or nay? Uh, nope. I can do like barbecue, uh, barbecue chicken, but nope, no pineapple. Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Coke. All right. And uh, finally, what's the one team you don't want to draft you? <laughs> Trying to get a little lightning rod thing? Yeah, you know, whatever. All 32 teams. Come on, all 32 teams. You got a guy here willing to work hard. <laughs> I tried to, I was going to, I was actually going to put that in there a couple of times just to see if I could trip you up at some point. But yeah. James, you're too damn smart, man. Yeah, you're on top You're of on it. Uh, that's a good, that's a good lawyer technique right there. Yeah. Right. It's those weird personality tests that you just ask the same question over and over again in different ways and hope somebody <laughs> screws up. Uh, James, I, we really appreciate you hopping on with us, man, taking some time to talk to us, uh, wishing you nothing but the best. Uh, so you're, go, you're going to be at the Combine. Uh, what are you going to do draft day? Where are you partying? Uh, where are you watching the draft at? Uh, I'm going to be at home, man. I'll be with my family, um, you know, and uh, we'll see what happens. Hoping for the best. Lots of drums. That you'll say, be, yeah, uh, lots of drums, yeah, Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, no, he's say. off alcohol. <laughs> off alcohol. That's the right way to say that. Yep. <laughs> All right, that's fair. James, thank you so much for joining hey, wait, where us. Can, where can we get at him? You want to throw out the handle? Good point. Yeah, the James, handle? why don't you? Yeah, why don't uh, you give sure. people your social media? Uh, I got J Money Twelve with three Y's on Twitter. <laughs> yes. And uh, yep, awesome. yep. There's that one. And uh, James uh, Morgan underscore Twelve on Instagram. Uh, and I, I'm right expecting on. a lot of Instagram uh, shots from the combine. Uh, you know. <laughs> hanging out with joe burrow and, and all that good stuff so uh do it for the grand man yes sir can't wait to go down compete <laughs> james thanks so much man best of luck to you bud oh, yeah thank you guys really appreciate it all right cheers man that Peace. was james morgan former quarterback for fiu uh and a uh future nfl player dude he's got the answer oh, yeah. down man oh, yeah he is on top of his game my man's yeah. got it that was you gonna nail that interview <laughs> I yeah no doubt <laughs> No, no, it was your mama stripper question going to trip him up. And again, he'll probably be like, now what do you mean by stripper? And who is mom, really? I mean, let's dig into this. Guy is going to throw these GMs on their head, and they're not going to know what hit them. <laughs> uh, James's interview was brought to you by MyBookie. Be sure to use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS to get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12Ounce, and then put that knowledge to practice on MyBookie. Make sure to use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. That's one to OZ Sports, you're going to get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12ozsportsradio.com. Oh, it was low. I tried to hit the drop, and it was low, man. Yeah, you know, it's not like, you know, you failed at the one thing you were supposed to do tonight, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll hit it again. I don't care. There it is. There we go. There it is. That feels so much better. <laughs> so did you, uh, did, did you put any money down on the XFL on my bookie this weekend? I ended I, up not. I kept trying to, and I, 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 the problem is that the game times were a little weird. Now, I appreciate that they had to kind of schedule on, like, I don't know, real content on the airwaves and stuff like that, but... Um, you know, the 2 and 5 p.m. kickoffs on Saturday kind of threw me. Like, I'd wanted to, 
But the thing that got me the most excited was I turned the game on after Remember it was on, and they had the lines right there on the score widget thing. Dude, yes. Like, I like that. And I know I'm getting a little ahead here, but I was just kind of trying to buy you time while you, you <laughs> no. vamped on stuff over there. I appreciate it. Yeah, but, thank uh, you. I had to send James a thank you. Yeah, uh, I mean, again, the guy, great content. <laughs> he's, he's a great interview. Okay, so how did they even set those lines in the XFL? Because I was very confused. This is a brand new league. These are players that you don't know anything about. Well, you know something. They had tape. The, the guys had tape somewhere. Most of them went to college somewhere. Now, the, the tough ones would be like the D3 guys, the AIA guys. Right, but they also haven't played in however long. Like, I mean, oh, it, was, it was strictly a paper, a paper line. Yeah, but, but that's the like only way on, I can make any they sense were of on it. it. Like Vegas uh, was no every every under hit dude by okay. like a good amount. No, the first game, the DC game, uh, uh, the the over under was fifty one and a half. Yeah, they hit the over because there was a field goal that put them over, but they called running into the kicker, right. so they took the field goal off the board, right? And then it was like first and goal from the seven, and then the dude fumbled the ball, DC recovered, and I was like, there's the under, are you kidding me? I'd yeah. be furious if I had the over oh, in no, that, that was, situation. That was definitely a bad beat, which that again, was a horrible I, beat. Which, that was the worst beat. Which was one of the best parts I liked about it. They they were talking about gambling constantly in the broadcast. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, you know me. Well, I think they, they realized that you gotta do that to get these fans interested. Like, you need, right. you need people right. to watch this content, and the best way to do that is to make them put money on it. Which, and honestly, that was the biggest thing, too, is that the league this weekend did not feel gimmicky. No. There were differences. It didn't feel gimmicky. The The way that they leaned into the betting in that first broadcast on ESPN felt a little gimmicky. But it they, they also didn't double down on, on Sunday either. So I think they kind of like self-scouted to figure that well, out. Fox didn't was... do it as much in the late game on Saturday or Sunday. But... Other than that, nothing felt gimmicky to me. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like, who was your favorite broadcast? Because we technically had three separate type or four separate types of broadcasts. Like, even the differences between Fox and Fox Sports One was different, and like between ABC and ESPN was different. Even though they're the same companies, the the broadcasts felt right. very different. Right, because on the ABC one, they left the dude drropping f bomb <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> that, was that, that was awesome. When they started that interviewing, was awesome. When they started interviewing dudes in game i'm like all right somebody's gonna drop when it. they start interviewing offensive linemen in right, the game right. like honestly and it's like, like hey you just got into a fight like yeah maybe give him a breather right like, yeah, you, just got a, you just got a 15 yarder for shoving some dude down and and then you took your helmet off and started swearing at someone would you like to tell me just how you to feel do my about it fucking job <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome it was fantastic i was watching that with my wife and she was just kind of sitting there not really paying attention but just like kind of aware that football was on and then she just like snapped her like did, did he just did he just say that i was like yeah they messed it up you want to like, hear it again rewind i like that they muted for like seven seconds after yeah. he dropped yeah. it like it was like dude yeah. you got to work on this delay because and well the kicker is going into that you had to expect it too absolutely like, yeah if that's what you're going for you had to know that you were going to have all kinds of like interference coming at you which again, I, that's what I love about getting that in, like, in touch with the live game is even hearing that. Like, I love hearing in the NBA every once in a while you hear them picking up, uh, them picking, talking garbage to each other. Yeah, yeah and you yeah. hear the stuff they say, and like, man, those guys they dig. Oh, it's yeah, great. I couldn't, I couldn't hack it with some of the smack talk that goes on in the NBA. But you're right, though. That was like one of my favorite parts of the whole league was getting to hear like the coaches calling the plays. Oh, hell yeah! Into the heads, like, oh yeah. 
every skill position player, the quarterback, they all a have that. Idea. That's fantastic. Awesome. Guarantee yeah. the NFL steals that idea. Like it's gonna uh, happen. The, well, maybe. Uh, the one thing with that is part of it is they they have that twenty four second play clock too, right? right. The, the play clock is shortened, so it's almost like, well, we have to do this. I don't know if I see the NFL doing that because one of the things I heard. Um, I think it was the New York coach was on the radio yesterday and they were talking to him. He had given up play calling dudes on offense and they're like, so how'd that feel? What, what was that all about? And he said that basically when he was calling plays back in the day, he would call in a primary, he would call in one for him to alert to, and he'd call in a third play for the quarterback to like, to, to really, so the first one would be you kill, call play A, oh, we're going to kill it and run this yeah. instead. But he also had an alert, too, so that if there was like an all-out blitz, they alerted that. So he essentially was calling in three plays. And he goes, yeah, with a 25-second play clock, I couldn't do that. Right. So I had to bring in someone who could call play faster and call that run-pass option stuff. Because, like, again, when you're that short of a, a time frame, that's how you get options as far as the quarterback being able to decide. But you can call those plays. Like, they're allowed in the headset up to the snap of the ball. So you can make those reads and, and call okay. it in quickly. So they, they, they were calling one play, and you remember, like, the verbiage on those oh, plays? Dude, were, like, yeah, that, was, that was taking time. Like, it was crazy. no way you're calling in three of those <laughs> things. Even, you know what I mean? Like, even if you're in the headsets of the guys, which, again, I thought was cool, too. They'd call in the play with, like, Razor Y Banana, whatever the hell it was, except there would be, like, 18 more syllables after all of that. And then he would the, the coaches would coach too, which is cool. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, hey Marcus, has come your way," or "Hey, if you know if he, they tuck in here, go over the top or something." Right? They were throwing and coaching like it was, dude. It was until so up awesome. Until it. it was uh, it, that was likely my favorite part. The kickoff rule, I think, is cool. I can mm-hmm. see the NFL mm-hmm. taking that kickoff rule as well. Uh, I'm still kind of lost on the punts and like the the touchback yeah. rules. And I like, honestly thought when they were talking about it leading in last week, and I was like, "Wait, so we just don't kick field goals anymore." Like, yeah, so like, so one of the teams lined up for a field. I was like, "Oh shit, they can still do that." Okay, right, right. but it's, cool. There's really no need to when you can score nine points after right. like with yeah, a touchdown. You don't necessarily yeah. need it. Like they're trying to encourage. That's what Trey was saying last week. Is they're trying to encourage the offense right. to go for it more and avoid punting. They want Madden. They well, basically yeah, wanted you to I play mean, Madden. Who doesn't want Madden? Right. <laughs> And those games moved too, man. They were they were wrapped up in like a tight two hour window, maybe a little extra. Like it, felt, it was going. Well, it's a running clock except for the last two minutes. Right, I think that but helps it, a lot. It felt like they weren't that much faster. Maybe it was just the the couple. Like that DC game seemed to last three hours, and maybe it was just my perception of it because I have kids screaming in my ear. I was and I'm trying say, to watch football. some of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very real they'll, possibility. They'll go to bed after the football game. Oh my god, this is still on. <laughs> There's there's a there's a possibility that was it yeah <laughs> that's that's likely what it was uh, yeah. so do you think the XFL sticks around this time you think it lasts I think it's got a shot I think it does because I think it's 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 real football yeah it's quality I mean it's not top quality the execution was a little iffy but again it's their first week back from what like Trey this was his first action in 15 months or something right first game action since college yeah and so like okay you got to kind of understand that there's probably going to be a bit of a learning curve or whatever there too of guys like knocking the rust off but I don't see why it wouldn't and and I think the, the I mean the AAF last year I don't think wasn't working they just ran into money which I'm not quite sure how you you do that, but like you know, it seemed like there was an appetite for it. It seemed like it it had to find a niche market kind of deal. You know what I mean? Like there's the way that sports are broadcast these days is that you, you can watch any. I mean, shit, you can watch axe throwing. You could. Like there are channels to watch all kinds of crap. And you mean to tell me that you can't sell more football to Americans? I mean, come on, like. 
So It'll here's stay. here's what I'm concerned about the the initial numbers. Uh, I think it was like 3.3 million uh, was was the numbers that were reported. By comparison, the AAF did 2.9 million its first weekend or first game or whatever. Uh, so they wait, where are the numbers? I wasn't listening. 3.3, 3.3 million for the XFL and then like 2.9 for the AAF. The problem with that yeah. though, that's yeah, it did it did better than the AAF, but not by much. Well, wait, and so you those also are the had, ratings, right? Yeah, whatever. What was the attendance too, though? Not good. Did you see? I mean, did you look at the stadiums? Wow, which stadium? Because again, sticking them in uh, whatever. Well, they're playing in like soccer stadiums, which are are already stadiums didn't look terrible though for the optics. Uh, And again, with those those games, they moved. Yeah. So I don't think it's the worst thing. I think it's actually probably a more friendly product for the fans than the NFL maybe with the I think, duration well, and, and I all think that. you're looking at, like Matt Barr pointed out, the D.C. Defenders tickets are more expensive than the, the Washington football team tickets at this point. Whoa. Like they're, they are That's they're in yeah, markets I mean, where you've got crappy NFL teams. Like New York is all in on the Guardians now. I saw those tweets constantly over the weekend where like, New York Guardians are playing the best football in, since who knows what, since the Giants won the Super Bowl. Uh, well, well, see, and that's that's why it makes sense if those tickets are more expensive. It's like, hey, this team doesn't come with baggage and a history of losing and letting me down. I can <laughs> I can pay money, go get hammered, and, and if the team still loses, I'm not out of anything. It's, I have no skin in the right. game. But the problem, is, the problem is that so – Plus the, they gave them all, like, free foam stuff. Did you see right? that? Yeah, they did. Like, yeah, they yeah. were, like, free props <laughs> that they gave to all the fans. It's like, hey, pretend like you know who we are. And, like, what I want to know is I, the next interview we need to get is the people that – dressed up for the games yeah i want to talk you, to those yeah people. that's a good point oh huh? let's do some research see what How we can we find out hey get at us <laughs> at craft food sports at craft b sports uh, craft that's b the sports. twitter handle <laughs> see, i knew it couldn't just be craft food sports that'd be too good it's too long yeah. it's too long it doesn't fit get it together twitter okay but okay so back to my point so the numbers weren't that much better than the aaf but you also had backing of ESPN and Fox push, pushing the XFL, like going into the, that first weekend. Yeah, right. So to have those two backing the product and it doesn't blow numbers out of the water compared to what the AAF was, that's a bad sign to me. That's so, but what are we what are we comparing it to? Because like to if you're AAF. trying Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that for that, yes, that was the comparison you were literally just <laughs> making. But my point is uh Compared to like the NBA, MLB, MLS, like where does it stack up with that? I frankly clearly have that done I no don't research. Know. I didn't research that. I just yeah. saw the numbers. It's and- not going to be NFL numbers, clearly, but I don't think yeah. there's an expectation of it. Because the other part of it, too, is they do literally have the backing of the WWE as an organization. So they have funding and well, they have time and, okay, to figure so stuff that's out. Okay, so that's the other concern I have with the league in general. And I have this concern with any league where there's one guy that owns it, like where there's one owner. Because it's one dude with stake in the game. That's why the AAF, when they ran out of money, when things started falling apart, it was like, dude, this guy's going to bail. The reason why I think leagues in general can succeed and can be a little bit more risky and can take some hits for longer is because it's sole ownership over a team. The the There's not one person that owns every team. So if the team starts to struggle, they can sell off that team. The league continues to, you know, they can keep going. You got eight really rich OWGs instead of just one rich OWG who's got his money in it. Because as soon as the the ratings start to slip a little bit and sponsors start getting shaky, they're more likely to pull out. No, because then Vince will just put his own stuff on air. (laughs) I mean, like, he is so hard-headed. There's a part of me that thinks he doesn't let this fail, period. No one else could watch but him, and he'd still keep the legal leg. He's Uh, like, I'm going to be right about this. I don't know, man. It failed the first time around. Wouldn't He's the same guy. 
He pulled the plug after a season I, last year. That's good. Last think, time, I think honestly, the first time he he looked at it, he was like, "Yeah, I can't market this. This is a bad <laughs> idea." Clearly, of course, no one's going to sign up for this product. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you had basically strippers on the sideline. Like that already kind of like it was very attitude. It was like, attitude era WWE yeah, for sure. It, yeah, again, the last I, time around. That that that's why I'm like, yeah, it feels a little different. It feels a little bit more measured. They've got Oliver Luck in charge of like actually running the thing. I just get worried that when it's one dude's money that's backing the whole thing i think that's i think that model works for something like the big three where you don't have home bases you're not paying uh, a stadium rental plus employees at that stadium concession stands all that stuff you're not paying for that in whatever four different cities at the same time the big three you can have one guy own it because you're going town to town like a circus and you don't have that overhead that you do if you're the one guy cutting checks for everybody that's in the league, that's that's a rough spot to be in, man. And I feel like as soon as yeah, things start to uh, take a downturn, you're more well, likely to so, be like, I got to so cut again, my losses. I got to get out. Something else that you're, you're maybe overlooking with this is that so that that one guy, what else does he own? WWE, right? Right. But he also how much how much did Fox pay WWE for their broadcast rights recently? I have no idea. Billions. It was in the billions, <laughs> right? So that's the other part of it is that there, Vince does kind of have dude, leverage there too, right? These guys, these these billionaires don't look at it as, oh, I lost a million dollars this week because the sponsor pulled out. They look at it as I lost $10 million because over the next 10 weeks, this sponsor is gone. Like they don't – the the – Mindset is totally different. You can't think like us. Where I'm it's just like, saying, they're oh gonna... shit! Like, uh, uh, yeah, of course, it's it's still cool. Fox paid billions of dollars. No, like, no, he, I'm just saying he has leverage. He has run rate. He has a way to sort of tweak it in his favor. He can negotiate more favorable deals than the AAF. That's did. for sure. The AAF didn't have any room to come in. He has already long-standing relationships with other sponsors. Like, I don't know specifically, but I assume, like, Coke and Pepsi or whatever sponsors WWE, well, it's going to be like the NBA and the WNBA. Like, hey, you want to get a piece of the NBA action? We're going to throw some at the WNBA anyways. Like, so there's going to be things like that that work in his favor. I'm not as worried about it failing in, like, the first year. I feel like, if anything, it's going to be three and then it'll shudder because it's like, okay, we tried. We we tried things out. We worked it out. But the other fact is I don't see how this isn't beneficial to football, period. Because, again, those, those, those kickoff rules... I don't know if anyone else was it like exploring those, but I don't know how every other league, college, NFL, how they don't adopt that. It yeah. makes so much sense for player safety right. if that's what's important. And <laughs> having a league where you can literally try this out and see if it works. Because yeah. in theory, you could say, like, let's do this thing. And then you try it and you're like, okay, yeah, that, that was so dumb. That was so <laughs> stupid. But having a, a venue where they can do that with real live actual football that does but doesn't matter – because with again the Vegas money on NFL games and the actual player tuitions or tuitions, but salaries and the revenue there, you're not going to screw with that. College, I mean, they can't even get their shit together around a playoff and all that stuff. Let alone like actually changing material rules. So they're never going to budge. So having a venue where you can do this stuff is going to add value. So I think the football community also will be yeah. a very large part of trying well, to make this succeed. It's just like when 2K Sports was out and Madden had to actually innovate and do different yeah, things instead right. of just being like, hey, remember that game from last year? We got new players. Have fun. You're yeah, paying $55 yeah. oh, and, for and, and dummies. The, the uniforms got updated too. <laughs> right. And us dummies just kept buying it. Uh, I'm interested to see. We'll, we'll see how we'll see how the XFL holds up. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I just don't have much faith. I choose to believe it'll work. 
I I'm <laughs> glad you do. I like the product. I liked it. it I enjoyed great. what it I was watched. Really That's entertaining. why I don't want Vince to get spooked and pull out. Like I want him to Vince plow through, baby. <laughs> yeah, because your other children turned out so well. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about this beer one last time. This is last call brought to you by Tavor. Use the code two five eight zero two three on the payments and credit screen, and you're going to get ten dollars off your second order. That's two five eight zero two three. Stock up your beer fridge with Tavor, just like we do with this week's beer, Kid in a Candy Store from Weldworks Brewing Company. Um, what do you think, Drew? God damn it, this is good. It's so good. It's so good. It it's it kind of softened. There was a little bit. Oh God, I have a lot left. Nice. Uh, I was I really even gotten my second one. I will see. Here's the thing. I kept looking at you because I was like, man, I don't crack this too soon. But I'm like really. No, it's just because there's so much going on over I, here. Yeah, he's I'm working freaking hard, out, folks. He's trying know. really hard to put on a subpar show for you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I clearly have no hand in that whatsoever. Um, no, it was great. It was a great beer. Um, it was sweet, but not too sweet. You know what I mean? It still yeah. had some of that like stout bitterness and like base to it, which is great. I I love it. I don't know if I'd say it's Snickers melted down because I didn't taste the peanut, but that's good. Because again, a lot of times peanut shows up and like kind of like just that's overpowers all you can taste. everything. Yeah, yeah, so I thought I was great. I got a little bit of nut uh, from this one. A little bit of nut you in my do mouth from this one. Yeah, <laughs> it's solid, man. This brew it's is got me feeling a little toasty. Really I'm having good. issues with this like arm thing. Like I've smacked it three <laughs> times now, and I can't figure out how the hell to pour more beer in my bat. But this is you know. definitely one that I would order again. Uh, it is super smooth yeah. uh it's probably one of the best stouts i've ever had i know robert taylor had said earlier this was one that he had and he loved it i can see why it's a fantastic brew if you see in the candy store out and about 100 pick that one up as i fight back a burp uh because good lord it's good uh what would joe say about it joe would say mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good effort that was a good try he would he would that not, base, you know, Joe would not pitch. Joe would not give this one. It's good. This would, say, would not get a not it's get good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this is last call brought to you by again Tavor. Use the code 258023 and get $10 off your second order at Tavor. Um man, this was a fun show, dude. Yeah, this went by quick. It goes by real quick, yeah. man. Every time. It, it goes flies. by super quick. Uh, and also, I survived. Uh, thank God Joe will be back next week because yep. I can't I can't handle it. But then he's gone again for like months. This is Next week is the last week that Joe will be here until like June. Maybe, maybe we should just like call in a tip about him or something and just kind of get him put on administrative leave. <laughs> is that dirty? Is that bad? I kind of dig it. I, can, yeah, right, I, I right. like that play. He cheated on his SAT. <laughs> now you got to do something like failing his background check that, that the coaches have That's to what take. I was thinking, but all the things I thought of, I didn't want to actually put on tape. <laughs> so I went with that. He has unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Thanks again to James Morgan for joining us. Uh, be sure to follow him uh, at all of the social media, Money with three Ys, 12 uh, at Twitter. Uh, and then I can't remember what the Instagram was. I was shocked you got that part. I was like, damn, did he write that? No, he's got this from memory. I got that, bro. Uh, and thank you to all of you that shared out the show. Chris America, uh, Memo sharing it out, Glenn helping us out, Clark. Uh, Katie, shout out Katie, Mitch uh, sharing out the show, Cheryl, thank you so much, moms, 
Moms, you, you're the best. Uh, Tyson <laughs> with the comment, they're still doing this. Okay. <laughs> Great chair, Tyson, as always. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you to 12 Ounce Sports for hosting us, uh, for showing this on all of their platforms as well. Be sure to follow at 12 Ounce Sports uh, for all of the shows that are on the network. You can follow us in between at Craft B Sports. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook. Uh, we are at Crappy Sports on Instagram. Subscribe to YouTube. All the, the videos get put up there as well. Uh, one more Cincinnati style show next week, and then we'll probably right. take a break from that. So uh, be sure to tune in for that next week. Thank you guys hey, so wait, much. Where'd you get that hat? Uh, I got this hat at the Craft Brew Sports store. Thank you, man. Uh, oh, dude, that's sweet. <laughs> I got one of those. <laughs> Craftbrewsports.com slash shop. Rep the show. T shirts, sweatshirts. Hoodies, tank tops, we got it all for you. Ooh, for the sexy tanks. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Peace out. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.